everybody. Welcome back to the Colt. Hey, hey, hey now? I don't know. Uh, I just copied him because he did it. Yeah, we have been every once in a while. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. It's uh, the Colt Classic Podcast here. Uh, Cameron Jones, as always, with Mark Nussel. Jordan Joe. This week, we're entering the danger zone with the 1986 film Top Gun. On March 3rd, 1969, the United States Navy established an elite school for the top 1% of its pilots. Its purpose was to teach the lost art of aerial combat and to ensure that the handful of men who graduated were the best fighter pilots in the world. Today they succeeded. The Flyers call it Top Gun. Tommy Cruz as Maverick. I feel the need, the need for speed. Okay, so you're Tom Cruise, still with a unibrow before he got to the cosmetic shit where his teeth are still a little normal too. And uh, you don't listen to any of the rules and you fly a jet plane. What else we got? This is the movie Top Gun. Anthony Edwards is Goose. It's Meg Ryan, kooky, acting like she's on coke. Goose, you stud! You better take me to bed and leave me forever. Show me the way home, honey. This is 1980s in a nutshell. Play by your own rules. No consequences. Is our kid in this bar? Yeah, they have a weird Are we day drinking with this kid? kid. <laughs> Damn. We have Val Kilmer as Iceman. You dangerous, Maverick. I don't listen to anybody. I'm a fucking asshole. Directed by Tony Scott. From the director that brought you True Romance, True Lies, Crimson Tides, Days of Thunder. The brother of Ridley Scott. The less famous brother. From the brother that brought you such great hits such as <laughs> Alien, <laughs> Gladiator, The Martian, Robin Hood. I was like, like Black Hawk Down, Man on Fire, Hannibal, The Grey. Uh, if we're doing the voice, Prometheus. And Prometheus. Just sounded like a fun word to say in the voice. It's a bitch to be that successful and then have a more successful brother. Again, not associated with this, but this is Top Gun. <laughs> Insert guitar solo. That song will be there. Hungry eyes. Is that the right movie? No. Nope. Nope. Oh, sorry. Nope. You got the loving feeling. Is this movie a cult classic? I would probably say no. In its time, it was definitely not a cult classic. It was a huge hit. I think there's some movies, and this may be come with it, that just you give it enough time, it'll end up being more of a cult classic. It's got point point break vibes. I don't know if you fall into the movie like this Goosey. is so bad it's funny or it's just good. Whichever side of the fence you lie on. Can I, I ask? Are we there? Can I, can I, can I ask you? Where oh, do you fall? I think it's so bad it's good. Well, no. Okay. I actually think it falls into two parts. All the aerial shit is legit, like really good filmmaking, but all the talky talky parts, I'm like, this is bad. I think this is a bad movie. The dialogue isn't the greatest. Like uh, I still like it, kind of. You know what that makes me compare it to is like Pearl Harbor. Ooh, that is kind of weird because I well, that was a bad movie at the time that oh, I just yeah. chose to like from the beginning well, because and still of the stand by. Probably this one's an eight out of ten for me from from you know from the get go. Yeah, oh, from critics. <laughs> no, from, from critics me. say from Mark Nussel. Yeah, who am I? But like, we're in the age group where either somebody older saw, saw this or it was on TV play. I wonder what like a teenager now would think about this movie. Oh, probably horrible. Yeah, like, yeah. There's like 
sexual tension you can cut with a knife. There's basically <laughs> no like military. I know. Between, you angle your between mic Goose up. and Maverick, yeah. right? Actually, it's probably between Iceman and, and Maverick. Uh, yeah. We're getting ahead of, okay. getting ahead okay. of ourselves. Okay, so we're let's, let's just sum this up by saying this could be kind of a cool, like any 80s movie that's just like so generationally disconnected that it kind of can be now, but like 2080? The, the, yeah, yeah, the fact that we saw it as like kids and when it was still kind of like not. in that gray area, it isn't exactly for us. It's, it was just a hit movie at the time, but maybe for kids mm-hmm. now it could be. In summary, we felt like watching Top Gun, so we're moving on. Let's uh, go we'll, through uh, cast, cast and crew. Casting crew. All right, we're on to cast and crew. Let's jump from the top. We have Tommy Cruise as Maverick. Thomas Cruise. You may know him from a lot of things because he's Tom Cruise. To contextualize it, though, I think you at the time... You may know him as the Scientologist. Uh, yeah, now you know him as... Well, shit. You wouldn't even know him out there, kids. As I'm the going to stand on the, on the couch. couch on Oprah. <laughs> yeah. Um, even that's probably yeah like terms that's all probably I mean, that's far like enough. 15 years now ago. you know him from holding on to a plane in Mission Impossible maybe yeah, I don't know you just know where, doing that, that is cool that he does his own stuff yeah so that is kind of getting that is kind of cool like, where where was this in his filmography what was before, right before this well Let's that's what's that kind of interesting to contextualize him so we've grown up I mean this movie came out in eighty six year I was born so we're all you know it it, it was before you guys were alive, the movie was made. So we've always had Top Gun in our life. True. We've always had Tom Cruise as a star. But I think in the contextualization of this movie, Risky Business was like 83, and that put him on the map. But I think this movie kind of made him like a household international star. And this was 86. <laughs> Days of Thunder was like 88. And then he didn't become even like in the... the Mission wi- Impossible. Uh, so here, here's... I Google Tom Cruise. Top Gun is first. Jack Reacher is second. Weird. Hmm. This may just be kind of like uh, user voting. Mission Impossible, Jerry Maguire, The Mummy. Ooh, the Mummy shouldn't be on there. 2017. Yeah, sorry. That's okay. So I would say it's probably how people re- would remember him his roles. It'd be Rain Man, Mission Impossible. Um, Rain Man's a bit no. Odd. I'd almost say like Top Gun still his is that most iconic. Vanilla this, Sky, one of his most iconic. I don't know. You know what? In fact, let, we want to hear from you guys. What do you think Tom Cruise's quintessential iconic role is? Mission Impossible may have become it, but what I'm saying is at this time. So the only movies that came out before For me, this it's Top were Gun. yeah. I mean that makes sense. Top Gun, right? It's one of his most iconic roles. I mean, the movie poster, Maverick, all that. But it's either Top Gun or probably Mission Impossible, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah, one of the two big ones. No comments on Instagram. Jerry Maguire's a big role for me too. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, he's <laughs> good, he's sports, good in the Jack Reachers. Um, the Jack Reachers, Reachers are just yeah. essentially less. No, they're pretty much Mission Impossible movies, just, just with a different action. cast. So what I'm saying is, though, um, prior to this movie, he's kind of like a teenage heartthrob. Mm-hmm. This kind of made him a big movie star, and then in the '90s, he went to be he became a little bit more of a dramatic actor. He made like Born on the Fourth of July. Jerry Maguire, stuff like that. But yeah. ultimately, with Mission Impossible, that became his persona. You know, just I do my own stunts. I make action packed movies that are pretty good. Yeah. And let's not forget no, hey. his. I mean, my favorite role is Interview with a Vampire. Oh, I thought you were going to say Last Samurai. <laughs> totally forgot about that. Yeah, he, he tried to do some dramatic work. I do like uh, Last Samurai a lot. It's tough to defend because it's a white hero movie mm-hmm. where a white guy's the last samurai. Well, you also like Dancers with Wolves, which is also not painting you in a good you light. you like Prince of Persia, too? Never seen Prince of Persia, but that's mainly because... He's a white it, guy. Probably shouldn't be playing that role. Oh, he definitely shouldn't. Um, but these guys at least were 
playing white guys. True. Uh, they just had to save all the non-white guys. Yeah, that's the that's the down. Oh, and uh, Avatar, same yeah. thing. But like in our lifetime, it's I can't. Not, we we all just knew Tom Cruise as a megastar. I mean, Tom Cruise, one of the biggest movie stars of all time. And I don't think at this point, at this juncture. He was yet, but I think this helped. He was just an up and comer. Who else we have in the cast and crew? We have Kelly McGillis as Charlie, the love interest slash. I can't uh, really think of many things other than this for her. Um, she is in the movie um, Witness, co-starring Harrison Ford. She's in Witness, co-starring Harrison Ford, where he has to hide out with. Um, oh, good movie. That's also where I know her from. Then yeah, so that was that that preceded. I think this was like two years before this. It sounds like a good movie. Um, it's a movie where he witnesses a murder and he hides with Amish people and falls in love with in Kelly McGillis's character. Um, she's an Amish. She's an Amish. The best thing about that is it got a really funny line in The Simpsons where they build a pool and they, they do this whole pill, pool building scene and it ends up right, being a right. barn based off the movie Witness because they you know do a barn raising scene. And Homer's like, what a pool. And then an Amish guy comes up to him and he goes, it's a fine barn, but she is no pool English. And uh, by the looks of your guys' face, you don't give a shit about that. But well, I, no, I, I was thinking about, have you ever witnessed uh, a murder? No. No. Yes. No. No. Mm-hmm. An Amish barn building. From a distance. Not, Not a barn building, but I've definitely witnessed the Amish. Uh, back in Delco, Delaware County, Iowa, um, they were like building a barn. Like one day they were like, oh, they're going to build a barn. Next day, the barn was up. Like when, Oh, when within they, hours, that barn was done. Within hours. That barn was done. But- the reason they build things so fast two is because they don't two, two women they don't insulate children put in pipes or put in electricity they're just framing i guess that's gonna not to say the man i'm just saying that barn went up quick yeah i think they they think they put up stuff incredibly quick <laughs> uh, who, who else you're we got? just in the logistics the uh, hvac they, they just leave a lot of stuff out like uh i know we also have michael ironside he came up in our starship troopers but i what, what's his troopers, call yep. sign in this movie uh, he is Jester. Jester, that's right. Which I don't like. I think he should have something because he's a rough military guy. No, in a lot actually, of movies. I, I pretty much love all the call signs. All oh, the call signs. Because his name is Marty Michael Ironside, though, doesn't it seem like he should have something more harsh than Thor. Jester? You know, something just like I mean, he should be Viper. To I'm me. fine with Jester. Jester. Jester's kind of sick because like you're, you're tricky. You know. You're, yeah. I think true. you're like a court jester type. Like yeah. He's yeah, funny. Uh, he's a fool. He's he's a he's a fool up in the air. I would say like don't trust him. Okay. Don't yeah. Don't trust Jet. Yeah. Isn't that That's essentially true. Tom Cruise's character? He's Maverick. dangerous. Well, definitely don't trust him. We'll get to that. Anthony Edwards is Goose. I can't really think goose. of him in anything else. Uh, don't um, leave this in. But does he kind of pro- remind you of Seth? No, he's uh he's from oh, me. Yeah. yeah he's l- from like the first. Bit. It's from here up. He's from the first like ten years of uh, ER. Oh yeah, He's actually, that's doctor. okay. Everybody that's where I know him from. Yeah. Oh, then I that's do. That's his most him. iconic role, and that took away, you know, pretty much the prime of his career, just being on ER. And we have Val Kilmer as Iceman, 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 um, I- Iceman. A pretty big hit, I think, for all of us for Batman Forever. I'd imagine as one of the Batmans, right? Yeah. He's my Batman. He's like our age. He's groups. my Batman. I don't know because I definitely had Michael Keaton before him. See, you had he a little was more just Michael the next Keaton Batman. than I did. Because I, I was like young enough that like he was my Batman. And he was the first one I remembered. Because I had Nick at night, I, I still got a little... I got some Adam West. I mean, there's just many different Batmans, you know? That's true. Who's but I did like that movie for as much guff as it gets. The next one sucked. I was definitely introduced to him as a, a really underrated role and it should have like... 
I feel like Catapult of, Mar- of More of a Star, um, I think he's really talented, was real genius that came out, I think, a year or two before this. Which uh, is kind of like the cool, like, why Slacky. Um, I've heard he's notoriously difficult to work with, and that's why he didn't have a bigger career. Meg Ryan plays Carol, uh, Goose's significant other. Oh, yeah. This this is her first uh, screen. De- this is her screen debut. Um, I think she was on maybe TV sh- TV work before this. I mean, as bad as the acting is and the accent, she jumps off the screen. She's likable. Uh, let's move on. Tom Skerritt for Jordan. He's Viper. Big Tom Skerritt. Fan. I, I really do like Tom Skerritt, and I don't know why. Just just same reason. Um, he's just cool. He's just I think fucking my, cool. Just uh, I don't know if he's cool, but I like him. <laughs> like he always plays not a cool character. This is maybe his coolest role. Um, big River Runs Through It fan over here. He's a dad on that. I just like his mustache, I think. I think I kind of see a little bit of my dad in Tom Skerritt. Interesting. Your dad as well. I was about to say, I don't know. I'm not sure if I see my dad dad. in there. I don't know. I I look at Tom Skerritt and I think, maybe dad should have tried to grow a mustache. Hmm. I can grow a pretty good mustache and nothing else. It's not too late. You're right. You're right. Yeah, throw throw a text out. I think it either. I think it would have happened by now. I mean, now I can go through like Slider and Wolf. Oh, Slider actually is. Oh no, not Slider. Stinger. That's um the main like cigar cigar smoking guy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You may his know him. His name is James Tolkien. James Tolkien plays Stinger, and he also Stinger. might have written the Lord of the Rings. No, that's J.R. Um, pretty positive. <laughs> Wait, that's the guy. No, Who fucking wrote the Lord. I'm pretty positive he's the um, principal on. He's the principal in Back to the Future, isn't he? Uh, yeah. There you go. Uh, also, Tim Robbins is uh, just in this movie. Merlin. Merlin. Call signs Merlin. Um, I heard wizard. they were interviewing. He's like, "Yeah, it's a pretty sweet gig. It was early on in my career. It's one of my maybe first movies." He's like, "I went down to wherever we were filming the movie. I did two scenes, and they paid me for six weeks. <laughs> and all I did was hang out. So pretty sweet. That sounds like a sweet uh, gig." Uh, moving on to likes. And favorite aspects. Aspects. Lights and favorite aspects. Uh, I think we can all just agree on the first one. It's the soundtrack. There's like two songs that make this. It's raving up your engine. Oh, you know Look what? At no, there's, there's three songs. There's four songs actually. Great Balls of Fire. Uh, you take no, my, no, 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 no. Start from the jump. Would be weird. Yeah. No. No, no, whoa, it's really? Danger zone. Uh, that's true. Oh, it's it's Kenny Loggins. Okay, zone. I guess there's like maybe six songs in this. There's no, there's three. There's three. It's Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins. It's no, no, no. You don't like that? No. Oh, you're going in an order. It's Kenny Loggins, Danger Zone. Right. It's take my breath away. No, no. That's the third one. We need the. You got this one. love and feeling. You got the love and feeling. Yeah, so it's like... Those are the three big ones. The rest are just kind of motifs and solos. That's true. I would say, though, as a whole, the soundtrack, four-song, solid movie soundtrack. I'm just going to throw this into my favorite aspects. It's the fact that they, 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 like, tease you with Take My Breath Away for, like, 30 minutes of just boom, boom. It's all sexual tension. That's what they're building. And it's all just Take My Breath Away, just with no lyrics, just the boom, 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 boom. Just the bass line going, boom, making it sexy. And if this was the uh, bass players in the studio, like how many times? Come on, guys, we guys make lick? somebody make a move. We haven't gone and digital then, uh, yet. I have to lay this in. I have to lay this in. And then Maverick, out of character, is like, "I got to take a shower." And he's just jerking off. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. The music, I think, out of the entire movie, ages numero uno the best. I would agree. Like for me, I love that it kind of explains exactly what's going on. So like Danger Zone, 
oh, we got Maverick just just ripping on a on a on a cock rocket. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to the danger zone clearly. Uh, and then we've got take my breath away during the you know the emotional the sexy yeah times. they sex <laughs> sexy times and anytime you're just feeling it on the deck you get a little boo or how about during the uh, uh, okay. the beach volleyball scene we've got what, what is the music play, there playing with the boys <laughs> oh. <laughs> is that like you make my dreams come true what what's the song yeah, it's it's very eighties kind of like jumpy pop like does it feel like hollow notes does it feel like a hollow <laughs> notes song it might be a hollow notes might song. be I think it might be a hollow notes song. Uh, Hit us up on Instagram. Let us know. Let us know if that's a Hollow Oats is ignorantly like I'd heard of them as a kid, but I, I thought they were like uh, a classic rock band. And yeah, me too. And I thought they were more like uh, Skinner or CCR. That's what I thought. For and the then I heard time. their music. It's like I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I'd never been let more down than um, um, uh, who play? Who's Jerry Garcia? Mm-hmm. The Grateful Dead. Right. I'd always seen their T-shirts as a kid, and they were tie-dye T-shirts with a skeleton on it. I'm like, oh, these guys must play metal, but it's just like fucking skeevy stone band, man. Okay, so what's I just want to say nothing gets my cock harder than uh, I. That's a dislike almost for me. That guy's always getting hard, and I don't like it. <laughs> okay, I do not like it. So obviously, this will be like something we discuss, and but this movie is nothing without its homoerotic. It's one of the most homoerotic I was going to put that maybe under favorite aspects. That This is another movie that just has a scene where everyone gets shirtless and plays a sport. Now it's the time for the five minute of sport scene that has nothing to do with the plot. We'll get there. We'll get there. But I mean, if that's a like, that's a good like. It is. You have it that really just in 80s movies where all of a sudden it's like, hey, we have like 10 guys. Why aren't we playing a sport? I was, Why aren't we sporting? Right yeah, now? right now. Why aren't we playing? Why like, aren't we oiling up and doing shirts and skins basketball? I'd yeah. say the only two more like 1980s like montage sport you could do. Beach volleyball is up there, although they're not actually at a beach, so I'll say sand volleyball. You got beach football point break. Um, I would say surfing. True, true. And then, um, that has both. This one may be sneaky, and you might disagree with it, but maybe like some skateboarding, some like fat skateboards before they got all like trick-worthy. In the, what are you talking about? In this I'm just one? saying like an 80s montage. Oh. Yeah, like yeah. those are like three things. Oh, in yeah, my yeah, okay. Okay. yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that's what you get. Yeah. Okay, and <laughs> this I actually think is a, um, one of my favorite aspects is this movie does a lot for three iconic things. The bomber jacket, white t-shirts, and aviator Aviators. Sunglasses. I was hoping you were going to say In such aviators. a big way, man. I watch this Huge. movie, and I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Everybody looks cool as shit. The moment that he realizes uh, the girl he was hitting on in the bar the night before mm-hmm. is like the commander, and he puts on the aviators, just kind of like, ah, oh, shit. That is iconic. I almost bought a pair of aviator sunglasses. Before. Today? I'm like, oh, damn. I don't oh, I have contacts. three pairs in my room. I only actually fuck yeah, with aviators. Yeah, but like, they need to be gold. You know what I mean? I also mean? fuck with a lot of leather jackets, They gotta jackets, be the gold though, so. ones. I'm well, kind of going for that whole vibe, I you guess. You think they, like, it's a fashion thing. They call them, oh, it's a bomber jacket, aviator. Like, Well, it seems like that's who wore them. Yeah, like, that's true. So not, yeah, aviators. Like, not even going for anything. That's just military dress, Jordan. Um, yeah, but obviously, I mean, yeah, is it military yeah. dress to wear a white t-shirt all the damn time and look cool? No. Nope. Um, so, yeah, those are those are the the music. Number one, to me, homoerotacy is number two, and then the, the look is number three. Favorite aspects. Um, I actually like the cinematography. You can do a lot with 
like planes and fl- like you know just attach a camera on like a, a tail fin or something and this it, actually it just is, looks cool for having fighter jets this actually is shot pretty cool i mean they had like a spe- they, just quick on verified they had like special cameras attached to the fighter jets to be able to get the actual aerial shots they use the commercial, a lot of good commercial planes work. to film the jets and stuff um they only, they were they had what yeah we'll get to yeah, that yeah I was gonna say it there too then I shied away yeah we'll get to all of it should we do some quick unverified because this one had some fun ones yeah, yeah well overall I I do like this movie it's just I wouldn't say it's a good movie I would just say I like the movie <laughs> well I'll save that for comments questions and animosities because why are we saying that what why do we have to say that because I like it. I was saying I was saying I do like it you don't like it no. I, I'm saying I like it I don't think it's good I'm just fucking with you. I can't tell if it's good. I don't think it is. No, it's, it's not good. good, but it's like for me, it's nostalgic. Like that's what it, sure. That's what an eighty-six, eight to ninety-four movie does for. I me. think it, between sense. this and like Die Hard, it launched the genre of action, romantic comedy action movies that we grew up on, like Speed, like and all those Keanu Reeves movies. We haven't I done like. Speed yet, right? No. Hold on, to your, hold on to your butts, everybody, because we'll do that eventually. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> uh, should we move on to Unverified? Cans. Yeah, let's do some Unverified. This one has some fun one. Unverified. I'll start it off. So this one's got fun here, Unverified's... Um, the, the Danger Zone and sad ones. Kenny Loggins maybe biggest hit. He was like the fourteenth option. Nobody wanted to make the song. Stop! Don't yeah. tell me that because so, that movie or this that song is perfect for this movie. One, the song makes the movie, but two, I looked at Kenny Loggins. I'm like, he must have a lot of hits. Are you more. saying the song was written by the studio for just someone to for record? For anybody, though? they went to Toto do you, first. Do you, I was about to say, do you have a list like, of all the people? Before they went to Kenny Loggins, they um, contacted uh, Brian Adams, but he turned it down because he didn't want his work to be associated with like war propaganda. Mm-hmm. Um, Ario, you think this is war propaganda? Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah, we'll we go into that. There, yeah. yeah. Ario Speedwagon, um, they were reached out, but they wanted a bigger... Um, involvement in the whole like soundtrack of the movie, mm-hmm. uh, but they didn't get that. And then it eventually went to um, Kenny Loggins after Toto said no. Hmm. He made the right call because I bet he's made a shit ton of money off that. Yeah, I bless the rains down in Top Gun, somewhere in the Indian Ocean. The no, enemy waits for you. Okay, do I think this is propaganda? Yeah, because it was funded by the United States Navy. They gave them big discounts and only charged them like $1.8 million to use equipment and shooting locations. And they also set up recruiting. I don't think it was the, I don't think it was, propaganda kind of entails that it was the Navy's idea. Yeah, well, it was the I don't know idea, if they like, wrote what's, it. What's a better way to get like a fucking like a aircraft, like aircraft carrier. You're going to ask the Navy who already has them. And they're going to be like, yeah, we're going to charge you a fuck ton, but sure. But, they're but ha- they didn't. I think that's the thing. They only charge them a little bit for unprecedented un, um, access. But for instance, if My you, opinion, if, I don't think it's war propaganda. Like That's a big statement. Well, I think here's why it kind of comes off that way. Um, because we're fighting nobody. They make it look cool as shit. They make it look fun as shit. How many war? How many war movies before this have happened? Like, well, here's a well. well the things I think we're tying to there are, are one we haven't said the other one, but like, the, I, I mean, I, I'll I'll take the 
you know, I'll take the backseat to say it's war propaganda. Well, I don't know about war. There was a lot like, of protests at the time of people <laughs> calling. Don't, don't, don't take a backseat. No, now. propaganda for, I don't know, to create war, but propaganda to get people to join for the recruitment. Armed forces. Well, recruitment. to tie on to that, writing off the back of the film success, direct quote here the U.S. Navy set up recruitment booths in all the major cinemas, and the recruitment went up 500% after the movie came out. Yeah. They kind of made. I like, read that. Like that still doesn't change my stance on that. I don't think this is fucking war propaganda. I don't think that's why they made the movie. But and that's kind of think, what it became. I, I, I don't think that the United States government like, wrote it or okay. anything. I don't think it was I like. A, I don't think Who it was. A, I don't think it was a maniacal like thing to do, like get people in. But I think it became that, and they rode the wave. I think they just seized the opportunity. Okay. Like, oh, okay, this is going to work for us. And it did hugely by five hundred percent. How many of those people do you think <laughs> never got in the air? <laughs> Oh, all of them. Tons, like, come on. <laughs> like anybody with glasses and stuff like that, or anybody that was too tall to be a pilot. Like, for instance, if you remember when we did Independence Day, they tried to get like the same deal and they're like, we can't be showing Area 51 and give you money. So, like, they definitely say no to big movies. But I think since it like painted it in such crazy take, that's all I'm going to say. I mean, it, it just paints it in like a really fun light. It's like a music video for the Navy. Uh, here's a quick funny one. The real Top Gun school imposes a $5 fine for anyone that says a quote from the movie Top Gun. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, I bet people are just you could getting do some, fined like, all the you time. You could do some deep cuts and like, <laughs> I beat so, the system. So I'd say now it's probably not as big of a no, problem. No, I'm, I'm walking in one day with a 20 and fives and just being like, There's I'm dangerous. Yeah, yeah, I'm just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like... I'm coming in one day and just be like, fuck it. Today's my day. There's two rows and goose, great balls of fire... Oh, I'm not doing I got it like the that. Need, I need it for speed. I'm doing it in the plane, like doing stupid shit, like doing a barrel roll. I'm like, whoa, I feel the need for speed. Then five. And they're like, oh shit, Cameron's in a flat spin out to the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> this boy is fucked. Uh, here's a fun one. Uh, the older date for Charlie at the bar was actually uh, Pete Pettigrew. He's the uh, real life person. Pete Pettigrew. He's the real life person that Maverick is based off of. And that's why they honored him by like saying the name Pete. Uh, and he's also his call sign is Viper in real life, so that's also why they based like uh, that's the real Viper, yeah, yeah essentially. Oh, nice, cool. Uh, he was also he also was the uh, consultant on the film for all the flying and stuff. Yeah, he was the real Viper, so that's why he was the guy, guy to be like, yeah, that's not exactly how it went. Uh, pretty sure uh, he also shot down a Mig during uh, Vietnam. Just also a fact about Viper. Nice. Um, I did look up Mig. It's a type of aircraft. Um, I thought it might have like. What did you think it was? I thought it might have derogatory who they were fighting terms. And it is an '80s movie, and it does sound like it. So you weren't in the room. No. But the interesting thing is, so um, all the fighting takes place in the Indian Ocean, Mm -hmm. just undescript Indian Ocean. And I, I looked it up. I'm like, who are we fighting in this movie? But the script went through like a few different screenwriters, and whoever got it last, who was ended up being the person credited for writing the movie, they essentially are like, we're gonna do a nondescript enemy actually really just like to that. not ruffle feathers um but essentially I everybody que- i had questions about that and i'll get back to it everybody later, believes but. it to be north korea is who they were insinuating we were fighting against oh i didn't i thought it would have been like russia or something yeah i think it would have been russia too but the cold war just ended and we were like past that i don't know or the cold war was ending but they keep it nondescript and even though the migs I have need, i didn't need like a a telltale like who it was i would have liked it I think I would have liked it too, maybe. Uh, I didn't need it. I have questions about it. You don't need it. it. It's just... It's like they're... What's crazy is like they're... uh, Like whoever they're using migs that's the that's what they're worried about the, the aircraft they're not caring about the pilots in them like they're like that's what that plane can do that's true hmm 
I don't know. We'll get to that in questions coming in on Mossy's further. Right, let's get but, into it later. Um, the movie inspired Ray Brand sales to jump forty percent after the movie. I imagine specifically aviator sunglasses, but cool for Ray Bands that it was their sunglasses, their their uh, aviator by choice. What else you guys got? Uh, Tom Cruise had to wear lifts in his scene with Kelly McGillis because Cruise is five seven and she is five ten. I don't know what lifts are. Seems like high heels. Uh, yeah, essentially they add to the heel of your shoe. They're inserts. Oh, Jordan make you tired. Are. I think you might be wearing lifts right now. I no, could I'm be f- wrong. I'm five ten, baby. I can stand next to most women and look. Says taller. the dude who's five eight. <sighs> I think I'm five ten. I think I'm five ten on a good day. Uh, this is kind of a funny one. Last time I went to the doctor, they didn't measure my height. I'm like, why am I even here? <laughs> Because you're diabetic. The (laughs) F-14 pilot who flipped the bird at the MiG uh, was actually pilot Scott Altman, um, who eventually became a NASA astronaut flying uh, in a couple of missions. That's cool. You ever seen air shows? And like, I feel like this movie captures the aerial stunts that you you couldn't see without the camera work they did. You know what I mean? Like in an air show, you see an old plane, like the blue angel, like they're doing cool shit, but these guys just fly by so quick. You're like, I don't know what they're doing. They're just going by so quick. True. This kind of does capture the actual movements a little more. Uh, no one had ever buzzed the tower at Miramar before. And the, uh, all the people who were actually like at the base who were helping with the filming just as extras and uh, the stunt pilots, uh, they uh, drew straws to see who would be the first person ever. It was L- Lieutenant Lloyd Bozo, who was also the person who was flying Tom Cruise around. Yeah, I saw Tom Cruise give an interview on the Graham Norton show. And he's like, why do they call you Bozo? And he's like, I don't know. So when they were doing like the flight test and like getting used to the G-Force, um, Tom Cruise had reached down to grab his throw-up bag. Mm-hmm. And he was going to throw up in it, but then Bozo like just went like up and banked him, like gave him like so many G force that he got trapped down like with his head in his crotch. Missed that. He got like trapped down with his head in his crotch for like an extended period of time. When they got up, he's like, Bozo, what the fuck? He's like, I guess that's why they call me Bozo. <laughs> so dick move. What are you like made him puke or what? what is it? I think just like they, I'm going to say banked without any knowledge of what that means. <laughs> they went up. And they had to, he just got trapped down there, and he's like, I wanted to puke, but I couldn't move. So many G-forces. Uh, this is kind of a funny one. For the opening film where they're like uh, just filming at the sunlight on the deck, uh, uh, they, they had like a perfect angle for it, but then the ship had to correct course and go somewhere else. So Scott asked them if they could go back because they need the sunlight for that shot. He's like, yeah, but every time I move the ship, it's $25,000. And then he wrote him a check for it, and that check later bounced. <laughs> that's a baller move uh the 80s you can't do that anymore can't do that anymore man i would have bounced so many checks back how baller is it that he wrote a check on the deck he's like sure we'll pay for that now <laughs> Twenty-five thousand, fine <laughs> uh it is the highest grossing movie of 1996 followed behind crocodile dundee hmm. god it's so weird that in the platoon 80s- is that the same year aliens yeah, these are all the same. Huh. This is like I thought Platoon was older than that. 86 is a good year for it's movies. It's like the highest grossing films in 1986. Uh, Tom Cruise had never ridden a motorcycle before this film. This is the first time he rides one in a film or in real life. It sounds like Tom Cruise um, will learn skill sets from a movie and adopt it and make that his persona. Yeah, kind of. I've actually thought this. I'll say A little bit, questions. I feel like, with uh, Keanu Reeves, too. Yeah, that's true. Not that I think he goes around capping everyone in the head. And, no, but he does the But real, he could. He does the training. <laughs> but he could. Uh, the elevator scene with uh, Maverick and Charlie uh, was filmed post 
Kelly McGillis's hair had already been changed for another movie, and Tom Cruise's hair is actually longer wow. in that scene than any other scene I'll in the movie. I'll have to rewatch it now. But that's why she's like, yeah, wearing a hat and she kind of. Interesting. Interesting. Who knows? Uh, also, uh, we had like Viper was kind of based off a real person, uh, but Kelly McGillis's uh, character is also based off someone, Christina Fox, who was a uh, civilian flight instructor and ended up getting uh, as as high, in 2014 as high as acting deputy secretary of defense. And she was what the did hot, you just say? Slow uh, down, slow down. She was the acting deputy secretary of defense at the Pentagon and working with our defense department. Now, when you say she's based off a real character, is that all the inappropriate behavior she has towards cadets or just the <laughs> fact that she exists and she teaches Top Gun classes? That. Oh. well, they really She was a woman a- civilian pilot instructor working with armed forces. Cool. Um, if you thought that uh, Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer's tension was real realistic and awesome, that's because uh, Tom Cruise wanted to keep tension by sitting by himself to stay in character and not interacting with him during uh, their scenes. Throwaway fact. Um, oh, I've got one more. The love scene film between Tom Cruise and Kelly McGillis. It was added after the movie because during test screening, they're like, yeah, we need a love scene. And they added it. Hmm. And Cameron had a tough time watching that at work today. I really did. NSFW. It's hard to watch. Suitable for work. It's 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 uncomfortable to see anyone watching anything super violent at work because you're like that guy's about to snap, or anything at all remotely sexual because that guy's about to snap in the bathroom. Hey, hey, that kid's watching the sex scene from Top Gun. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. Oh, I pause. It's frozen. I can't get off. <laughs> Uh, yeah, moving, that's a scare. Let's move on. Which to, is which is douchier? Um, that the sex scene, or just like coming by every time and there's like fighter jets going off on your TV? <laughs> well, <laughs> that was definitely going on Both for get your cock hard. It's true, rock hard. It's definitely going on for like two hours a day at work, and then an email went out about watching movies at work. <laughs> Oops. Um, let's move on to questions, comments, animosities. I have some big animosities with the film. Okay. Um, try to start. Let's try to start. But let me ask just in general. Do you think this is a good movie? Yeah. I think it's a watch. It's, it's really wa- it is watchable. Point Break is a good movie. No, I think it's great. <laughs> so it's the same thing. We're just in point break range, right? We're just yeah. in that type of okay. the exact right. range. We're in. Okay. Do you think the acting's better in point break? No, no, I do. Interesting. I do. I think there's real bonding and, and chemistry there. No, you see, that's chemistry. That's not acting. I think there's real chemistry. Okay, I don't think then, yeah, maybe that's it. Between Maverick and Goose, are you are you kidding me? I don't think Tom bring. I don't think Tom Cruise brings a lot of chemistry to anything. Like, I think that Goose is good, and I think that characters around him You're are clouded by his like other work. He's like, this is. I don't. This was a good one. Yeah. Okay. So I might just be wrong, but that's like the biggest thing. Like, I can't tell if Tom Cruise is able to have chemistry with anybody. Uh, I have a quick question. Are they always filming at sunrise or sunset? This whole movie is like a golden orange. There's like not a second. It's noon. It's golden hour, baby. Like the whole thing. Did this take like five years to shoot? Cause they had like an hour and a half to work with. <laughs> we can only work from four 30 to six. <laughs> I guess the answer is probably because during the heat of the day, if it was that hot and sweaty at dusk or dawn, you could Ooh, work actually, during the heat of the good day. thing to bring up why are they so sweaty all the time 
Like, is it a bit? It's a mixture of oil is it and an internal sweat. heat and the tension. I will was say, a literally physical. When heat? Jester came in, he was like, oh, "Oh fuck, Jester's." He's like, "It's a balmy 110 <laughs> degrees." They're, oh fuck, it's Jester because he knows the weather. These guys, the way they are sweating, it makes me feel like. Do you remember when you took a shower as a kid? And it was humid outside, and you just never got dry. Yeah, that's you're what I feel like. Sweating. Yeah, you're like, did, did I? Am I? Am I wet or am I sweaty? I can't tell what's happening. Happened to me earlier. There you go. That's what I'm saying. That's what they're in constant like a perpe- uh, not a perpetual. Just, just kind of moist. They're just, mo- but they're no. dripping. It's like in the back of your head. It's like, am I sweating? Did I just shower? Ooh, which actually kind of brings me into an animosity. They're showers. Okay, one, if he knew he had a date with this chick, he was like trying hard on like for like a while. Why would he push beach volleyball so late that he was gonna come sweaty and gross? Whoa, 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 whoa. We're playing beach volleyball. Okay, That's but like what Goose says, he, whoa, 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 before. Okay, but wh- he's leaving. Like, leave a little sooner. Like, I mean, come on. So the question he about was about the- to play one more game, the- <sighs> and he exactly. was already late. I had not seen this movie in a while, and I thought to my head, "Oh, we must build to the beach volleyball scene." No, nope, it about. just it just happened. There and gone. Here, he it, it was a, it, he did the move on purpose, fashionably late, <laughs> super I'm sweaty. Too, I'm not too interested. Can I take a shower here? That's a weird move. That's a real a weird shower move. move. It didn't seem sexual. It seemed like he really wanted no, to take a shower. No, it just did seem like he was dirty and needed he to shower. He mentioned it twice and then said he ripped off on his cock rocket. <laughs> <laughs> um, <sighs> that shower, the, the volleyball scene, um, I would say outside of maybe white man can't jump. No, the amenities they had to make to make these guys look like they were playing beach volleyball. The net was at like five feet tall because Tom Cruise is probably like five eight. <laughs> To make it look like he could spike it. Only white man can't jump. Like Wesley Snipes dunking a basketball hoop looks worse. <laughs> Wesley Snipes is like five foot six. Nah, he's, he can't uh, dunk. Tom Cruise actually plays the position of... He doesn't play setter. He's spiking and he's serving. He yeah, knows I'm, volleyball, clearly. Just kind of thinking about it. Like that scene like really serves no purpose. At least in Point Break, that's like a major bonding scene where like they're getting to know each other. This serves no purpose other than it makes him late to a date. You could have just cut around know. that you yeah but the you next kind of get to you kind of want to know if ice is good at volleyball yeah, too. That's just, there's not even a lot of confrontation with him and ice there's not a lot of bonding with him and goose it's just a bunch of oil and high fives oh, oh. it really serves <sighs> like no a purpose. lot of flexing it's, it's a, a weird scene it's up there in like the in mainstream movies and mainstream media like top 10 maybe top four uh, like homoerotic like <laughs> movies i'm sure ever. something in the outsiders is in there maybe all the outsiders. young guns might have a little something Rocky Three. Oh yeah, the training sequence there. But they're obviously not sweaty. There's a John Travolta thing. Yeah, just oh yeah yeah yeah. I don't know that movie. Uh, yeah, That's up there too. Where it's just like yeah, like just aerobics or whatever. Just yeah. humping the air. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis. Anyway, I've never seen that movie. I can't even think what it was called. No, the 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 weird things about it. We're talking about the volleyball scene. They're not sweaty. They're obviously oiled up in this one. Maverick's Biggest wearing problem. jeans. 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 Well, no, I think. Almost three out of four of them are wearing jeans. Goose is the only one, uh, like appropriately dressed but for the occasion. I actually feel bad. I'm like, he's definitely a shorts Tommy Bahama kind of guy. Yeah. I'm like, Goose, let's just just take off the shirt. We know you're not as in shape as everybody else, but Goose it's fine. He's got a, maybe a little bit of a dad bod. It's fun. He is a dad. He's definitely got a dad bod, probably. But you just you, you're Thank drawing Goose. more. It's like a t-shirt at the pool. You're just drawing more attention to it. True. You true. just you just gotta you gotta deal with it. You know, as a chubby kid myself, you know. Lather on the copper tone. You just gotta just deal with it. Like this, up. this is my body. Am I proud of it? No. Am I ashamed of it? Maybe, but I but can't. But the wait military to... does not make you work out. 
<laughs> it's not a requirement. In fact, fly after plane. you get through, you just have to fly plane. You have he PT, doesn't. We just get... sit in the back of planes. I Great don't even know. Balls of fire. Uh, I, they're the ultimate wingmen <laughs> who have no ability to change or do anything. Uh, she's an irresponsible teacher. She's just not that good. Uh, I'm one. She should not have be fraternizing. Right away, just got horny with her students. She's eye fucking him every class. Every class, and everybody's like, mm, mm. she's eye fucking him. <laughs> she's got a type, clearly. Yeah. It's bad boys <laughs> and be, dangerous, and because of her relationship, she's purposely like not helping him. That's why she's doing consultant work. That's why she's not in the government anymore or in the military. Ever was the armed services? Well, no, she was a a, a private pilot the whole time. I guess I'm yeah. just saying she's she would get me too nowadays. Biggest thing about yeah. her, like how did how did nobody know that that was her at like the bar or like. They, they want him to fail. It's competitive. True, but she looks different out of uniform. I guess my question is, the whole Top Gun school, it kind of seems top, like... Top Gun? Sorry, Top, top Gun. Dumb. The whole Top Gun school, it seems they're creating unnecessary rivalry and competition that makes everything way more dangerous than it needs to be. They're creating Shouldn't cocks we? that are hard. Oh, those cocks came in hard. They just picked <laughs> all these dipshittery dipshits <laughs> to fly these billion, million dollar planes. I'm just saying without the competition of Top Gun, don't you think that the cream of the crop would naturally rise anyway and you wouldn't have all this ridiculous like unnecessary no, competition? You got to create hard cocks, Jordan. It's Jordan, the- you need hard circumstances to create hard cocks. <laughs> you know. Uh, shit don't come easy uh, okay from the jump no. is, is, uh, is Wolfman the one always talking about hard cocks that's specifically <laughs> yeah. like the only lines he has right it was like the first scene of like the uh, like they're showing like uh, the MIGs <laughs> they're showing the MIGs on the yeah. projector he's like I'm hard as a rock the first time he says it, it's kind and of I funny like yeah you wish or something like something back to him like no I you. know I got the first it. time I got he it. says it go on ED just it's got erectile dysfunction. Yeah, he's, he's dropping it all the time. I can't get a boner. Yeah, we'll we'll fix that. The first time he kind of says it, it's kind of funny. The second time he has Jesus, ED. But all right, we get okay. It. We yeah, your cock's you hard. Okay. You're actually supposed to contact you know, your doctor after four hours. I'm actually kind of <laughs> with I'm kind of with Iceman. Uh, Maverick's dangerous and not a good person. Hundred percent with Iceman. I think I'm this movie should be called Iceman. Iceman. He looks good. He eats nuts. It seems like her ice cubes. I don't know what he's doing. He's got a strong jaw and teeth. If we're talking about Iceman, I saw the most impressive thing physically is that after the end aerial battle, his hair still spiked up after wearing a helmet for, I don't know, four hours, 10 hours. Hey, Icy, let me, uh, let me chat at you for a sec. How do you, uh, what's your hair routine? What's your hair product routine? Something real dangerous because it's the 80s. Something permanent, maybe. We, we milk out Wolfman's flaccid cock. It's actually, just a, it's actually just a Paul Mitchell hairspray. Just it would, it would it. definitely be gel and hairspray, given the time. The G-forces, bro. It's the G-forces. Um, no, I agree, though, with what you were saying. In Maverick fact, is a wild card, and I think that the, um, the instructors, uh, Viper... And Jester, they really push him along unnecessarily. Uh, unnecessarily so. Uh, they knew his dad. That's the only reason why. Like, but even so, mm, irresponsible. Are we just led to believe that Maverick is that much better of a pilot? He can fly just circles around everybody. That with all these red flags, we're gonna let him fly. No, Jordan. I think it's like everything. He has a last name that's familiar, and uh, last names matter. That's it. Just nepotism. We've had two Bush presidents. We've had little nepotiz. Little nepotiz. But then I have a question about this, as long as we're on this timeline. Mm-hmm. See if you want to go along with me. I want to talk about Goose death. Yeah, I was actually about to get there. I think it's time to talk about Goose dying. Okay, before I even saw the movie, I knew that he died. Just because I always heard t- people talk about it. And I always thought it was like a wartime... I, it just got spoiled for me when I was younger before I actually saw it. But yeah. like, 
But I always thought it was like a wartime thing. So the first time I saw him just like break his neck or get crushed on the ceiling, I was like, oh, that's unnecessary. Yeah, that sucks. That's- it makes it so much worse that he didn't die in wartime or something more heroic. That makes it, uh, it's like almost, it's almost embarrassing. But I, what I, what my big problem is, I feel like everybody gets over it way too quick. Um, days, immediately. Like immediately. And when Iceman's like, we all like Goose, it's like, he was your classmate. It's not like he belonged to Maverick. Like, everybody should be da- sad that Goose is dead. Well, and that they expect Maverick to, like, be back in the air. Like I want him back in the air as quick as possible. Yeah, they rush it immediately. Like, I'm like, I don't think he should he be in the air. He fumbles in the last mission. They should have had somebody else in there. They should have Kruger back in. Yeah, the fact that they yeah. actually sent him to a hot, like, live mission is fucking insane, seeing as he's still insane. joking. Iceman, totally in the right to be like uh, a little unsure about this. Yeah, uh, you guys sure that we're sending this psycho we're in? We're sure. Yeah. I actually agree with we Iceman. We knew his dad. Iceman's his like, dad. listen, it's not personal. He's just going to get us yeah, all the whole killed. Time, he's straight I'm level. like, I think you're right, Iceman. In fact, I, think, I love that you're saying Iceman, Iceman now. <laughs> and also, by the end of the movie, here's his arc line. I could watch it. He still has his own Charlie, let's say. Uh, his whole thing is, I'm too tight. He needs to le- learn to let go. The end of his movie is just like, I need to learn to trust people. And he does. <laughs> and he's still the leader at the end, but you know. He learns I think he's to, right not to trust Maverick. I know, but he needs to learn to trust a little. And that's, that's the, the plot arc in his movie, <laughs> I I'm need saying. to open up. A little bit. <laughs> and I would watch the movie called Iceman. And I would be like, God, Maverick is such a dick and he's going to get everybody killed. I'd hate him. I would hate him. Yeah. That's not a bad idea, actually. Do you want to like write a movie called Iceman? Iceman? <laughs> no, yeah. We could definitely get on Hulu. Unfortunately, I think it's already a movie, but it's about uh, a, a hitman. <laughs> uh, it might be called Ice Pick Killer. I can't remember. Mm, I don't know. Okay, so I'm glad that we're all in agreement, so that Maverick's in the wrong. Oh, yeah. The brass at the top rush him in unnecessarily. They're also so- in the wrong. Okay, so we already touched on this, but I did have initial questions just watching the movie. Like, who's our enemy here? Who are we fighting? And it seems like we're kind of split on whether or not we need it in there. By the end, I'm fine with it. But for the beginning, I am kind of like, what's the conflict? Well, I mean, I guess you would have had to probably invent a whole plot then of why we're in a conflict with someone, which you can just avoid by. I don't know. They're they're not winning the state championship in this game. Like, you know, Tom Cruise doesn't win Top Gun, but he's like... I don't know. It's, well, it I do, it works out. It's I do have like I think that's kind of like my robust. My, I think that might be one of my problems with it. Like I do like the movie, but I feel like it's missing like because there isn't like a main villain. Like even the ending. Like all of a sudden, like we go from like everything. I mean, up until Goose dies, which kind of comes out of. I'm rushing a bunch of ideas here. Sorry. There's no villain. It's because uh, well, the villain is the enemy, obviously. But um, as far as Iceman and him, it's more like. Uh, like like competition. Yeah, even that's like not as like I mean it is I guess kind of confrontational. But like the end, even like after his whole mission, it kind of just doesn't seem like anything was solved or done, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like they were stoked on it. He got, oh, they were they way more, some bogeys. Yeah, from what I can tell, area. that's that's just probably like a day like day to day for the real people. What? Why? Why are they so jazzed? I don't now know. That we're talking about the logistics. Uh, this graduating class. It of sounds top- like a type of pasta. <laughs> yeah, it does. This graduating class of Top Gun just graduated. We have this conflict, and and I, I believe the instructor, um, what's her, what's the instructor's name? The Charlie. yeah, Charlie. Oh, her. Charlie's her. like, I get a new crop of you every eight weeks. So like, we get a few of these Top Gun classes every year, right? And I fuck mm. every one of them. I fuck at least one of them. I fuck I'm the trying best to fuck in every class. All. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so yeah, so we'll get. A- I fucked a Maverick. I fucked a Goose. <laughs> 
Oh, I do like Sorry. how they call him Mother Goose. Uh, it's good. I've never fucked a wolf man, and you never will. I can't get a boner. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, so these guys graduate from like Southern California or somewhere in California, and mm. then they go in 24 hours to the Indian Ocean somewhere. Now I know they're getting there on like an army flight or whatever, but I would think it would take all of 24 hours to get to the Indian Ocean. Yeah, no. it probably take a second. Well, I don't. It would probably take a while, though, right? Take like, yeah, fourteen from wherever they were. I don't know. Southern California to somewhere in the Indian Ocean. I don't know where that is, but some naval base or naval carrier. They're not flying out of O'Hare. That's what no. You're I know they're going direct. It's, it's more like private flight. But I'm just saying, even <laughs> if they were going fast, I think they're, they're in a fucking cargo jet to Hong Kong. I guess the real question is, aren't they? Right then, they could probably get there in like 14 hours. Don't they have other Twi- Top 10, Gun 14. pilots or other pilots could do this? They obviously have other Top Gun pilots. There's that whole fucking plaque filled with them. They're all dead. Everybody's just dead. Everybody's dead. They're all dead. That's what those plaques means. We do it every eight weeks because we lose these dipshits all the time. (laughs) These dipshits get lost all the time. And it's mainly just flybys into the fucking... um, We lost at least one person (laughs) on that mission. One person... It's just all on flybys into fucking... uh, They've buzzed the tower a couple too many times. Air traffic control. That's why you're not allowed to buzz the tower. Everyone fucking hits it. Uh, Oh, now that we're talking about air traffic control, why is everybody always drinking coffee up there? Seems like uh, hot, coffee. hot coffee. Right off the right off the fucking. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's, an, it's still an office, Jordan. It's still a place right. of work. You have well, coffee. I guess the real answer is especially stre- that place. It's a stressful job, and you need to be well, awake. Well, well oh, yeah. yeah, but like they just get done with the mission. Maverick's like, "Hey, uh, cool if we pass by," and he's like, "Nope, nope." <laughs> <laughs> hot coffee. <laughs> Same guy, just like, "Nope, that's fuck off." Uh, that's a negative, ice man. <laughs> uh, nope. <laughs> uh, okay. Cougar is a wreck. In that first, like, simulation? Oh, yeah. I think he freaks out a little too much by being targeted. Hold on, so that's Cougar. when Maverick Merlin. goes up. He's in the back. He's like, Cougar. Merlin, played by Tim Robbins. Oh, is that Cougar. Merlin? Merlin's in the back? I was about to say, it really sucks for that guy that was about to be the goose. I think it sucks for all the he bad guys. They have no the say over anything. True. How terrifying must it be to be the bad guy seeing a missile come in and be like, oh, I really hope he turns in time. Oh, I regret Cougar, <laughs> you're awake, right? Uh, oh, but I go into that scene when when Maverick's leading him in. Best case scenario, we land that plane. More realistic scenario, Cougar just crashes into the fucking <laughs> top of the. Pull up, Cougar. Like, what do we do? Like, I mean, it's not, I don't know if that's the best answer. He was coming in all wobbly. Seems like he landed you know real hard. Guy, the same guy who says, "Fill it up." Home alone on the uh, on the plane, Uncle whoever. Uh, is that a, is that really the same guy? No, no. Oh, I was I'm like, why? It could it be? It um, could be the same guy. Oh, I got tricked from the oh, uh, from yeah. the How quick if you're Tim Robbins in the back? If you're Merlin, do you just pull the ripcord? If you see him getting a little <laughs> willy, you see him coming, listing like back. Oh, and forth. the moment we're like that, I'm like, I'm out. Well, we obviously got to talk about your call names who's got the coolest one what would you do maverick is kind of a nice call name viper's pretty sweet i would be kind of like merlin merlin kind of like wizard it. yeah do you I, get a, do you pick your own call sign or do, 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 do does the group choose it kind of for you like a nickname i assume you gotta pick it right mm, i bet so no, <laughs> some you, of them you maybe like, can like throw in some okay. suggestions what? i'd like to be called so when michael ironside's like i'm the jester they're all like what i i think it'd be a lot more noticeable with this group of characters if they picked a brother you'd have like the chode no i was about to say what's up guys i'm horse dick <laughs> yeah yeah i just feel like you horse dick more- on your left <laughs> horse dick 
<laughs> you dangerous horse dick. Like on like popular like song titles for like oh well, I'm Despacito. I I know what my call sign would be. Dancing in the rain at midnight. Come on. <laughs> I know. I thought about what my call sign would be, and unfortunately, Marvel's um um the the Marvel's universe has created this. But I, I'd go with Hawkeye. Hmm. You know, we're from Iowa. I was just turning off the DVD as they were like listing um, the actual pilots who mm-hmm. flew in the movie, and their call signs are cool, but way less cool. It's uh, they're like it's like rabbi and like oh. sh- sheepish. Jewy McJewy. <laughs> sorry, I just heard rabbi. I'm sorry. <laughs> Probably just be like Jonesy. But and the, then, these ones sound a lot more like American Gladiator, kind of like blaze. Oh yeah, gold. Yeah. It was of the times. It was of the times. Glaze. Glaze. No, I meant blaze. (laughs) Yeah, they do seem actually. I don't know which came first, the chicken or the egg, but. Hollywood, that's a clutch one. Hollywood's good. Hollywood, Wolfman, that guy's just hairy, right? Didn't look like it. Always, always going out. smooth and oily. Who gets to design the the helmet? I don't know that either. It's a cool design on Mavericks. You you buy your own. You buy buy your own. 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 It's like like small schools that don't pay for football uniforms, and you just have to bring your own equipment kind of situation. (laughs) They just hired a graphic designer to like, I'm going to paint the helmets. I see. Yeah, I suppose you could just hire it out like a hockey mask. You kind of up to you know. What was yours? You said it was uh, a horse stick. I imagine it's like World War um, <laughs> horse stick, right? Nah, I imagine it's like World War II style, actually, where you're just like painting the girl on your you're plane. On your where you're like, you like you got to make get your own helmet. I'm sorry, that's horse cock. <laughs> oh, my friend over there's horse stick. I want to talk about for the last thing I have is the dog tags. Him throwing him in the ocean. That seems like a memento you should keep. I know you're like letting go of like the guilt, but you should probably hold on to that for his kid or wife. Yeah, that's going to come in, obviously, like scene one of the sequel. Iceman catches the tags. Well, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure Miles Teller is just Goose's kid. I haven't looked into it. That makes sense. I would assume they're doing something like that. He has a mustache in it. I assume it's him. And he's going to be like, I knew your dad. Oh, I do have a question about this. This is actually sad. This is a comment. So we're all adult men, you know, just by the law and our age. We, We could all probably have a mustache, but. Sure. You think in your head you're going to be Tom Selleck, but then I saw a Goose and I was like, maybe not everybody needs a mustache. I was rocking a mustache uh, like three weeks ago. Whoa, what do you mean? You don't think Goose rocks a mustache? No, he definitely has a mustache, but it's just not a good It's not good one. for his face, you're saying? Yeah, like that'd be Dis- what would happen. I disagree. I think he could even use it like maybe a little bit of a mullet. Yeah, he could rock. Yeah, with yeah, that mustache for sure. <laughs> yeah, you, you're saying he could. I'm the, saying he can. You know what? That's actually a saving grace because it's a military movie. No mullets in this movie. Dave Coulier. <laughs> yeah, like, it would I be didn't like recast that. him, but like I'm just thinking like a like a full house. I'm just saying that that mullet, mustache that looks kind of mullet. That mustache looks bad, and it makes me think I'll never try just to just to have a mustache. Uh, I was rocking one a few weeks ago. Well, you do both you, have. Technically, mustaches right now. That's, That's true. true. We both but, have mustaches right now. Yeah, but it's attached. And more so me, because mine doesn't attach. Well, there's no doubt in my mind that we're going to yeah, look. Cameron's is, yeah. Not sure. by choice. More just 1800s genetics. style. <laughs> there's no doubt in my mind that we're going to shortly look back at this time period where everybody has beards. And it's going to be, it's going to age poorly. Well, especially for you and me, because, well, more me that my cheeks are very sparse. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just good. it's just not going to be a good look. Does not look good. You're getting better and better, though. Like, I look good I with five o'clock shadow. Yeah, that's where no, that's your beards. Your beards coming in, man. Uh, thanks. <laughs> I can't shave, or I could, but everybody like, oh yeah, you. Everybody has beards because you have a weak jawline. I'm like, yep, that's it. I got no jawline. Exposed. Huh. <laughs> Fuck you. I have a jaw, no beard. I'll have to like wear like tur. No, turtlenecks would make it look worse. <laughs> 
<laughs> I would. I'm going to say unless it's really cold, t- turtlenecks never make anything better. Spying, sneaking, sneaking. Okay. Um, my, I guess my last category is: Do you think that um, Tom Cruise, Maverick, and Charlie the Kelly McGillis or whatever her name is? Right. Do you think they have any chemistry? No, but kind of like you were saying, I do kind of agree that no, Tom. I, I don't think, think they just they want to bone. bone. I know, and, like get it over with. I also get the vibe that he doesn't want to bone. I kind of get that, like he doesn't. But I, I just literally needed a place to shower. I need a place to shower. Oh, you got a salad? I need a place to drop some of my shit off when I'm not. I'd at say the there's base. some chemistry between him and Val Kilmer. I would kind of agree with you, but I don't think he ever has like a ton of like romantic chemistry with anybody in a lot of his movies. Like it's written in. Like I don't know. I'd say we the movie, all saw him on the Oprah. It's like that. Yeah, it's kind of like a relationship. I'd say the movie where he has the most romantic chemistry is when he plays Lestat, I and he has it towards. That. Brad Pitt uh, towards Brad Pitt's character. It's hard that not feels to fall real. in love with Brad Pitt. He have you listened to Brad Pitt and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio on WTF? No, they're on that. I only listened to the, together. I only listened to the first five minutes, but it's kind of funny because it seems like they're friends with Mark Maron. Weird. They're shooting the shit and talking art. Well, because like his act. Uh, well, we'll get off this topic. What are we talking about? I think we're on questions, comments, and animosities. That's about. Oh, last. Just this is more alike. Mm-hmm. There's no way they're having classrooms. They're not having class in a hangar, but I like it visually. Yeah, that's fun. It's good. Good look. Maybe it's like a last second note before they hop in the cockpit. You know, we were in the classroom. Hey, one, one, one more thing, quick. Maybe it's a maybe it's a live demonstration. Maybe it's a visual thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that's all I have. Yeah. Do you have any more comments, questions, animosity? Uh, I think that's it for me. Let's move on to recasting. Okay, Iceman, I'm going um, Denzel Washington. Interesting. And it's going to play against who I think is a really good Maverick. Uh, I'm going to actually put uh, Old Trinity in here. I'm going to put Brendan Fraser in there. Ooh, good stuff. He'd be more like your... Uh, as Iceman? Yeah, he might that be too work. too likable. But uh, honestly, though, thinking about it, Ben Affleck could actually kind of play that too. I put the Sways. That feels right. God, it's I'd be cheering for Iceman. Like, Ooh, Swayze would be perfect in this I movie. I mean, you could. Uh, there's so many movies. I could honestly just put Swayze and Keanu in here right now. And Ke- yeah, I mean, spoiler alert. Ooh, yeah. like, I got someone that I already like, said. Like, in, in a heartbeat, and you want to talk about rock hard. <laughs> it's a guilty. <laughs> I, guilty. I have someone that you might like, because uh, you think he kind of plays a nice dickish character. Matt Damon is Iceman. I think Matt Damon is a perfect Iceman. You can be like, hey, serious, he man. Plays I like a smug you, but, dick you're, really but you're dangerous well. out there. He, uh, he was kind of a dick in that one movie. Is a little, uh, I think he's a dick in a lot of movies. Mr. Something. Talented Mr. Ripley. Ripley. Jinx. Yeah. It's Talented Mr. Ripley, School Ties, and... Um, uh, uh, kind of dog. The, and The Departed. Yeah. He plays a dick in three movies. He plays it in a lot of movies. He plays it well. <laughs> I'm serious. He's no, such no. a good, like... He plays a, like smugness and superiority really well. And I think he would do it well in this. The only thing that would make this kind of more fun is like he's like smaller. Mm. So it's like, well, I mean, that'd be good for Tom Cruise, though. It'd be good for Tom Cruise. They could size um, up easier. I'm usually like decent at just like throwing some random recastings, but I could not come up with one for Goose. Uh, I did TJ Miller, but that might be too silly. 
So if that's too silly, I said Jake Johnson or John from Jake New, Johnson's a good one. New Girl because he actually too silly. Those are too silly. He, so, actually, he did it in the, in the remake okay. of the Mummy with Tom Cruise. I have, hold up, hold up. They've sorry. already worked together where he did play kind of like the sidekick goose character where he was a serious militant guy, but then thrown in jokes. That's why I think he could work. I'd want to. I want to hear someone who's like from more that, of that era. era, though. So I have one, but it's like you have to um, just you have to give up. Sorry, he's got an iconic role, but I think Matthew Perry would be the shit at Goose. That's actually a good one. Uh, Chandler, Chandler Bing, he gets kind of his role anyway, but I think he'd be really oh, good at it. I have a good one then. Uh, I, I can't. I'm based on his name. He's uh, from Scream. He's the. I think you cut me too deep, man. Matthew Lillard. Oh, Matthew, Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard would actually be pretty good at this. He'd be okay. Yeah, he'd be good. Similar things. Similar look, just kind of tall, thinning hair. <laughs> if you could somehow create a. Uh, like uh, at the time, a slimmer Philip Seymour Hoffman. Ooh, I like Philip Seymour Hoffman in, anything. in pretty much anything. That's a that's a I mean, for like a pilot though, and like the okay, maybe that'd be funny. Like, I'll tell know. you where he won't like him as Maverick. Philip Seymour Hoffman as Maverick. He'd be a better movie. <laughs> too, I like him in side roles. I guess yeah. I don't like him as the as main the character. character. Perfect dramatic could be funny. Yeah, like Jeff Daniels or some shit. Like uh, who'd you have? Ooh, Jeff Daniels be a real good goose. Oh, Jeff Daniels. Yeah, that's maybe one, yeah. Jeff Daniels would be a good goose. Yeah, man, for sure. Jeff Daniels is goose. I see him as one of the flight instructors. Oh, I guess no, younger. No, make it like a young you're Jeff right, Daniels. Right. The tricky thing about goose is like he's funny, but he's not funny first. He's almost more like, uh, just, I mean, he's, he's, he's music. pilot. I mean, he's a Top Gun pilot. You, you also can't make him like, he can't be too alpha. He still has to be. Yeah. Beta. Beta to, 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 to Maverick's alpha. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So, do you who do you have for uh, Carol? Anybody? Carol's the instructor. Carol is Goose's Kristen wife. Bell. Oh, um, that's just off the cuff. I had nobody. Emma Stone. Uh, Always Rose McGowan. She's from Scream. She played Tatum. We keep Meg Ryan there. Yeah, I like Meg Ryan. I like Meg Ryan there too. Actually, uh, how about Charlie, uh, the love interest for Tom Cruise? Sharon Stone. Yeah, that's, that's actually big. what I put in my head. Yeah. Yeah. It just seems of the time. So the reason I thought Sharon Stone, because Sharon Stone and Basic Instincts and her movies seem to play the femme natale, and it seems like that's what they were trying to do with this character. She just didn't do it as well. Uh, Kobe Smulders from How I Met Your Mother. She also was on went on to the Avenger movies wearing a flight yeah, uniform. I got you. She's a little more robotronic for me. Like, she's funny in the show, but she kind of plays the straight person. True. Uh, Who do you have as Goose? Do we have anybody else? I mean, sorry, as Maverick. Cons. Yeah. It's just cons. So, initially, that's what I did want that, but I, I, I tried to think outside the box for myself. But Keanu Reeves, you, obviously, you're hitting on all cylinders. I've yeah. done, like, a modernization for, like, this entire thing, which In is fact, just shitty. do this. Join them all together. You got Keanu Reeves as Maverick. Goose, you have Jeff Daniels from, like, speed and then his ice man is obviously bodhisattva <laughs> <laughs> like i see that movie now if there if, if, if we had a time machine and i love it i put the modernization chris pratt in there yeah chris pratt could do it so i did this i want to see these two and they've never done a movie and i want to see modernizations them. I, I want to see them play off each other i want to see will smith maverick the young upshot like wild one play off of denzel washington's goo iceman i think that'd be perfect Ooh, 
That could be fun. I think it'd be really good. Well, no, have no. Let's just keep it time out. Time out. Let's just keep it Independence Day. We have Will Smith as Maverick. We have Harry Connick Jr. as Goose, Ooh. and we have, and then we keep Denzel for one of the flight instructors. Well, Denzel would be the flight instructor, fine. But I actually think if we're doing if we're doing Independence Day, your Goose is oh, Mr. Guess- Jeff Goldblum, my friends. Ooh. Ooh. Must, uh, oh, must go must, faster. Uh, I mean, he's essentially his goose in that movie. Oh, the reason I thought of this movie is because that's not a bad goose. Like the Goldblum, he actually might be a really good. Bill goose. Pullman turns into Viper. He could be like an older one who's just like, you know, I'm not a pilot, but I know like what so, I'm doing up there. So what Bill, this movie that, did that, get, that gets me my Bill Pullman as Viper, and then that also gets the guy that says, "Didn't anyone tell you or Del Toro was destroyed?" That turns into Michael Ironside. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they essentially, in a way. Isn't Independence Day kind of just Top Gun? And I'm going to say Iceman is, is that glass bulletproof? No, it's not. The guy that fires into it, the big guy? I don't know. Yeah, we don't exactly have an Iceman in that movie because it would be an alien. (laughs) The Iceman in that movie is an alien. And the sequel would be the Queen Alien. Well, you could. You could. Hear me out. Okay. Randy Quaid's your your goose. And then Goblin's your Iceman. Iceman. Mm. Yeah, I know. It doesn't feel right. You're you're dangerous. You're dangerous. Uh... (laughs) <laughs> um, he can play the piano. Uh, goodness gracious, great balls of fire! What's what's <laughs> he say? True. What's he say to her? What's their line? Goose, you stead. Bring me. To better, show me the way. Me better, me. leave me forever. Uh, 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 show show me the way. Uh, <laughs> he's not fucking uh, porky pig, is he? I'm not good. Show me the way. I'm not good. I'm not good at impressions. Okay, so we're all over the place, but we're kind of casting from other movies. True. Now moving on to our holy trinity. Holy trinity is where we do. Recastings of character actors this week. It's going to be Andy Dick, Samuel L. Jackson, and Joseph Gordon Levitt. I'm going to vote we get Joseph Gordon Levitt out there because he's actually not a character actor. Throw just, him out. We just put him in a bunch of shit. Yeah. Let's well, let's, na- let's let's take one of the old ones. Just name me anyone, any of them. Keanu's your fucking. Well, don't do Keanu's. Devito's. Devito. Yeah, let's throw Devito back in. So we have Danny Devito, Samuel L. Jackson, and Andy Dick. Okay, uh, Andy Dick, is it too much to make him Iceman? He's obviously Iceman. Okay. <laughs> You're dangerous! No, You're gonna no. fucking kill us all! He's in there, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's the fucking, uh, he's the guy in the, the control tower with the coffee. Oh! <laughs> yeah, because he's got a great line in that. Someone's gonna have their butts! <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's the line of the movie that's for the me. Line. That's the line. Um, that's not enough screen time, though. You know, I want him something big in there. <laughs> Dude, I'd even let it be Wolfman. It might be tasty. Ice is too much, but I actually Ooh. really like too much Andy Dick. Wolfman right? might be good. I'm just rock hard right now. <laughs> Ugh, I got a boner. <laughs> yeah, just one of the other. Yeah, that might not be bad. <laughs> oh, you're dangerous, Maverick. It's fucking wild. Um, I'll fucking bite you. Man, hey. there, there's there's so many places you, you could go with uh, Samuel, Jackson. Samuel Jackson. Do you keep him young? Do you make him older and make him more of like the flight instructors? I feel like you'd make him a flight instructor probably. I want to keep him young. Then who are you going to do? Mm, give me a second. I don't... I, Iceman? He, he could Maybe, be. actually. He'd pro- out of any of those roles, I don't think he's Maverick. No. You'd probably put him as Iceman. You could honestly... Like, you're saying... I feel like a... An easy just throw off is any of the flight instructors. Any flight instructor, he could he'll be. be he could Viper, Jasper, he could be. 
the guy with the cigar easily. So if you want to have some fun, actually, cigar guy. Yeah, that'd be. I mean, that's the role he's Splinter, used to play in the whatever most his of. name is. Yeah. Okay. And then who'd you add in? Danny DeVito. DeVito. He's goose. Just to see him fly <laughs> out. <laughs> Just to see the death. Just scene. a little goose. And to have him play off of Meg Ryan. <laughs> Show me the way, toots. <laughs> I'll show you the way. Okay, I'll let him be goose. Little mother goose. <laughs> trying to think of where else he could really be. Just because you like so when goose I mean, gets eject- when when goose gets ejected and hits the window, I don't think there's an audible noise from goose. But when Danny DeVito gets ejected, it's like shit. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh do you know where he actually is? He's the tower. He's the someone's. He's going to be the guy that gets coffee spilled on him with the flybys. What's, True. What's That's the, a good one. What's the butt scene? I want to see some butts. <laughs> I don't even get that. I'm going to have some butts. You're like, I'm going to have my butts or something I feel like, like that. He's like, I got to see some butts. I believe, I believe the line is, quote, I want some butts. I want some butts. <laughs> uh, yeah, I give him that guy. Uh, let it uh, write in if you have uh, any better recasting ideas or uh, if you want to put any of our Holy Trinity people into the movie anywhere. Just let us know uh, right under the movie poster on social media and uh, let us know. Moving right. on to... Well, I guess we're going to get into quotes. 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 Favorite quotes. Because I feel the need. The need for, for speed. speed. And I guess we're done with uh, quotes. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you got talk to me, Goose. That's that's the, probably the biggest that's quote that got, people say offhand. That... No, Need for Speed is bigger than that one. Yeah, maybe. Need for Speed like transcends the movie. True, that's just a saying. And I feel like the the good like Grey Balls of Fire. Goodness gracious, Grey Balls of Fire. fire. Need for Speed has to be like on a list somewhere. I mean, just essentially the the call names of Iceman and Maverick. There's not a nest like you're dangerous. I like those aren't necessarily a quote. But like Iceman, like you're dangerous, like, like that. The mouth thing. Those yeah. are kind of throw off things that yeah. people do. They're iconic scenes for sure. But like that's a quote. So like you're dangerous. That people say stuff yeah, like that. You're dangerous. Uh, sorry, Goose, but it's time to buzz the tower. <laughs> uh, chewing, chewing the gum really pisses me off. Oh, well, here's a big one from the movie. Yeah, the, me too. Is like, like chewing nut. What's he doing? He's it's chewing like, nuts. It's like he's like I'm gonna go with it. Okay. I think I thought it was gum, but I guess I don't know. Uh, here's an iconic quote though from this: "Son, your ego's right and checks your ba- your body can't cash." Yeah. yeah, that was a big one. I don't know if that came from this, but yeah, like dead people said that in other military movies or not. I guess we were just saying it, but the, the only one I wrote down is, "I need to see some butts." <laughs> yeah, that's definitely <laughs> Lock my on, baby. Lock on. <laughs> that's like definitely my favorite quote. The butts one. <laughs> uh, that is my favorite quote. I don't know if it's quotable, but okay. I'm gonna start using Here, it. More. Here's the actual quote from the tower. It's like, "Tower, this is Ghost Rider requesting a flyby." Negative Ghost Rider. <laughs> just like, <laughs> nope. It just sips coffee. And then when he comes out and bumps into that guy carrying four glasses of coffee, cups of coffee. Butts. <laughs> I want some butts. <laughs> I want some butts. Uh, uh, I almost want to recast that guy as uh, John Lovitz. That makes sense to me too. Give me some butts. Or the uh, the fucking doctor from Scrubs, John oh, C. McGinnis. Yeah. Yeah. McGinley, McGinley. It's called Coxie. We know Coxie. what you're talking about. Coxie. God, he'd explode in that. Hey, man, you yeah, can be I'm my wingman anytime. Bullshit. 
You can be mine. It's a bad quote. Yeah. It's a bad like, line. It's a bad line. It's an awful way to end the movie. Yeah. I'm surprised this movie didn't end in freeze frame. Uh, it doesn't end after that with him throwing his friend's dog tags over the boat when his wife or her son probably I feel wanted like that those. that happened before the... Before the they went out, didn't it? Nope. After. Oh yeah, he had, he had to overcome it. Yeah, I can't remember. And then Iceman was having his moment above deck, like I guess I trust people now. That's the end of Iceman. <laughs> Just a comment. Joe, actually, Iceman had like ninety percent more beach volleyball because he was either at the base or at the beach, and that was <laughs> and that's the movie Iceman. Yeah, Iceman, like there was a whole tournament that we missed. Yeah. Oh, big animosity. They're not playing beach volleyball. They're playing sand volleyball. In They're jeans. not at the beach. <laughs> They're, True, in, they're just like a, sand. They're, they're like on complex. the. They're I mean, obviously they're a motorcycle. They're like Kirkwood courts, just playing. Like. Yeah, they're on the base. I mean, if Iceman it took them 15 minutes to get there, they could have played on the beach. I don't know why they didn't. It pisses me off. <laughs> it pisses me off a lot. They're just playing Jordan, next to parking lot know, sand volleyball. You know the beach is crowded, though. You know. Yeah, but I can tell you if you're doing like the bit like kids at a pool. The big kids scare away the, the, the young ones, and you get it? The military is scaring I, off the... Yeah, I can guarantee a bunch of oiled up, ripped fucking top gunners. <laughs> I'm like, I guess we're good on beach volleyball for the day. Let's get the fuck out of here. Here's what I would have liked to see. I would have liked to see Maverick play another game, be even later for the rendezvous with Charlie. Yeah, really make but a one Maybe win or lose. It's, it creates the rivalry between, rivalry between Ice and him a little more. Or they could have just, just shown us that rivalry in that game instead of just kind of mostly mid-torso montage. Playing with the boys. <laughs> God, that's, the, that's what the movie should have been called. Playing with the boys. I'm rock hard right now. <sighs> uh, that's all Oh, I, I actually got a really good recasting for uh, Wolfman. Who's that? The dude Wolfman from... Uh, Sean Michael Scott? Sean William Scott? Um, no, why am I blanking on Who plays Job? Oh, uh, Will... F- Will Arnett. Yeah. Just because of the way he'd say, I'm rock hard right now. <laughs> it's like the perfect dialogue for his voice. Uh, <laughs> I, love that, I love that in. That works. Uh, do you guys have any other quotes? I'm out. Let me see some butts! The whole... The whole inversion thing is a big, like, quote. Yeah, the flipping the bird. It's like a good scene. Because you get your always sunny. And I inverted the bird. It's not a quote, but, like, the whole scene of you lost that love. Yeah, I was about to say that. The singing song is really iconic. And, like, the I don't know, I'll tell you in the morning kind of line. Great balls of fire. Lost that love and feeling. That whole scene when he hits on her is just, like. Off-putting. It's off. It's it's Tom Cruise jumping on that couch off-putting. Yeah. He's smiling the whole time. Works for 86, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I know, but we found out in 2017 that it wasn't working as well as we thought it did. <laughs> yeah. Some people didn't like it. This is what we're, we're learning to understand. Yeah. Although she was as predatorial, I feel like. Less. Maybe less. Mm. Inappropriate, though. Inappropriate all around. All around inappropriate. <laughs> and everybody, know, like, everybody knew, right? They're fucking. Yeah. Yeah, they, they thought they were being coy. I can tell you Goose isn't keeping a secret. Oh no! He's like they're totally fucking. And Meg Ryan's a fucking loudmouth. Oh yeah, she's like yeah she, yeah she's definitely telling. In fact, I bet Goose probably um. You guys fucked, didn't you? <laughs> uh, Even Viper and Ironside, like the moment she walks out, like so she's fucking Tom Cruise, huh? So if they ask Maverick's character, the are you guys like, fucking? Oh, those two are fu- he just oh, give yeah, you the he just give you that Tom Cruise laugh that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, trick, trickle down. You know it's aged weird. Huh. I don't know. I haven't said this for more movies, but just you—you you were kind of um, 
along the same lines with the uh, eyebrows. He's still kind of more unibrow-y. Mm-hmm. People's teeth aren't perfect in this movie. Nope. People had regular teeth still. Regular teeth. Maybe straightened a little bit. Yeah. Bleached, but definitely not like they are nowadays. No, now they're just perfect. They're not. They're just put per- in that way. Just fake veneers. Even his may be perfect. Oh, they are now. Oh, they are now. Huh? Um, he almost looks younger now than he did then. <laughs> That's not, Yeah. He's looking good. I don't know if good, but he's looking. He looks good in this movie. Yeah, he's looking tight. It's a white t-shirt. The aviators, the bomber jacket. I've recently got into white t-shirts. It's a good. It's a good it's a haircut good too. The crew cut is that what it, what it is? The uh, crew cut. Yeah, is that, that is. is that what we're doing? The crew's cut. Well, it's kind of what oh, what's his name did. Cut. Who, do you that, th- who do you think's no. got better hair? Tom Cruise in this, or when uh, when Keanu Reeves brings it down in top and speed? Top Gun on a train. I'm gonna give it actually bus. to uh, Keanu Reeves. They're different. You can't compare the two. Well, they're just short and tight. Keanu says a little bit of bang. Yeah, Keanu has looks the, of bang. In speed? In Top Gun. In, uh, no, in... Uh, no, I'm break. saying speed when it's short. Oh. Yeah, I know he has fucking hair and... and, and Still, he's got to keep it military style, like like high and tight, like back, like... Who? Isn't his Tom hair Cruise. pretty much buzzed in, like, the yeah, speed? Yeah, it's like it's no like hair. Okay. So, which one? I guess you're saying this? Yeah. Look at the Tom Cruise. I'm just saying different. Okay. Okay. I like them both. I like Tom Cruise short hair much better than I like Vanilla Sky Tom Cruise. But I oh, sure. but I Last do Samurai. like Last Samurai Tom Cruise. Love Last Samurai. For some reason. Love Last too. Samurai hair. It's inspiring. I'm, that's what I've been going for with my hair. That's that's what I've been shooting for. I think to get his you have to like get it cut well, and layer it though. Oh yeah, and I oh yeah, sure. You have to style it. Yeah, I'm just letting okay. it grow. Should we move on to I guess Mount Rushmore? Mount Rushmore. We're dealing with one of the biggest movie stars of all times. We're just going to do our top four Tom Cruise movies. Who knows if we'll ever get back to him because cult classics usually don't have mega stars in them. Well, we, this one's not a cult classic. I know. And, you know, that's why we're doing Tom Cruise. Okay. Um, my four through one. Edge of Tomorrow. Interview with a Vampire. Jerry Maguire. Last Samurai. Okay. They have some similar ones. Mark, what did you have? I did Last Samurai. I did Mission Impossible. Did Rain. you have a, Did you have a specific Mission Impossible? Just out of curiosity, uh, the first, and the second first. one. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Um, I did Rain Man and then Top Gun. Nice. Okay, cool. Um, for my four, I did Oblivion, which is a newer one. Uh, I know it's not his greatest movie, but it's just fun. A Few Good Men, which is maybe one of his greatest ones. Uh, Interview with the Vampire, and my number one is Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow's good. Okay, so let's break down a couple. Oh, actually, real quick, also some uh, honorable mentions. Tropic Thunder, he plays the lawyer in that, and that's an hilarious performance from him. Honorable mention, Outsiders. The Outsiders, yeah. I mean, that's just kind of a family or a girl's shout-out more than anything. Honorable mention, um, what's the racing one he does? Racing one. You were just talking about it before I came here, the race car driver one. Days oh, of Thunder. Thunder. Days of Thunder. Days of Rolling Thunder. Thunder, something like that. Um, also, uh, American Made is a recent one that came out that's actually pretty good. It's about him just being like a drug smaller CIA. Not agent. a bad movie. It's good. No, it's pretty good. Um, here's the deal. Edge of Tomorrow, I'm arguing, is one of his best movies. It's funny. It's action-packed. It's heartwarming. It's my number four. Oh, I know. I'm just saying. I think it's like, a really for, good for movie. For people out there, if you haven't seen it, you might have mistaken it for a movie called Live, Die, Repeat because the marketing was bad for it. And It's Groundhog's Day meets Starship, Starship Troopers. Troopers. Yeah, yeah, is the best example. 
um with mark i i like how you went like his earlier career that i would be my honorable mentions but movies i, I took don't a lot like of his much. more recent ones on accident i kind of took his mid-career is what it looks like yes yeah, so we all kind of touched on we all, well like cameron likes the later years marks likes earlier and i like the mid-90s early 2000s well, look it's funny enough you would have put like the first two mission impossibles i would have said the first one that simon Pegg entered in so like what's that three four four something like that i have no idea i kind of got lost on but like I, I think there's up to six because there's a slated seven and eight or some shit for like 22 and 24 or something i really thought about putting either top gun or a few good men but i just don't like them as much as my list see here's the thing i was about to put instead the last samurai in and then take a few good men in out but it's like it's it's a good movie it's just there's more watchable ones on my i, I usually do mine by watchable so le, le, other than like good let's say is a factor yeah i i will watch last samurai right now start to finish on my list i think i've actually watched interview with a vampire the most out of any of the movies that any of us said i think that's his best performance i think it's the role he's meant to play well, well i would say that a few good men are his best performance sure i want the truth yeah, but he could do that in a sleep. Yeah, it might be Jack Nicholson. I feel like somebody who doesn't age and never dies and is a little bit flamboyant is completely up his alley. As <laughs> oh, I wish we could recast Andy Dick as the stat. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Um, who would we want Andy Dick's um, uh, Andy Dick's well, well, Andy, well, Andy Dick is the stat. Who are we having as the Brad Pitt character in that scenario real quick? Um, Ben Stiller, I okay. suppose, would just be the natural fit. <laughs> Actually, be pretty awesome. You know, that's just like back in the day. You know, the Ben Stiller show, and then <sighs> all the movies. Uh, overall, though, I, I agreed with everything on your guys's list. I mean, we also left off uh, just more quick honorable mentions. Uh, well, we already talked about it, but Risky Business, Rain Man, The Firm, Jerry Maguire. I'm surprised no one put that on their list. I did. Oh, you did. My mistake. I put Rain Man on mine. And he oh, put Rain Man. On I, his. Well, I remember the Rain Man. Uh, well, my Mark mistake, put, I think we those were both our threes. Mark had Rain Man three, and I had oh, I had Jerry Maguire too. I like that movie. I think it's good. Mm, should have been on mine, maybe. Well, let us know if we're missing any quintessential Tom Cruise movie that you think we should have added on there. And uh, anything else you think we missed, just hit us up on the social media uh, movie poster, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, if you have any movie requests, you can hit us up at cultclassicspodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.